Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a unique organization near and dear to my heart called Operation Healing Forces, or OHF for short. The official mission statement of OHF is to serve the needs of our active duty and recent veteran wounded and injured special operations forces and their families by starting or continuing the process of mentally, physically, and emotionally healing in preparation to return to the fight or transition successfully into civilian life. They do this by facilitating life-changing retreats, peer-to-peer counseling, and recreational therapies designed to help with reintegration, rehabilitation, and resiliency for soft warriors. These retreats have been described as the trip of a lifetime and with very good reason. Go to www.operationhealingforces.org or email them at info at ophf.org to learn more about this amazing organization and the life-changing things they are doing for our Special Operations Forces veterans and their families. Welcome to Moody Broad. Hey, hey. Hey. Hey, hey. Hello. Um, so we have an extra super special guest today. It's my friend Nikki. Nikki and I have known each other for a really long time, actually. <laughs> like since we were children. Like <laughs> old children, young adults. Uh-uh. What you're making a really weird face. Oh wait, Rachel's yelling at her kids. Okay. So Nikki <laughs> Thacker is here. I love her. She is right a medium tarot card reader and mom and wife and what else can i add uh uh i I was laughing so hard at that i don't um i mean i I don't know (laughs) all the things i'm just all the things here we are that's my bad guys i forgot to lock the door that's okay i had to do the same thing with my cat i had to lock him out so okay and you also have a boutique now right that's related to your gifts yeah yeah I just opened it the idea is to like I have like crystals and I bought an uh, an obnoxious amount of like crystal beads I want to do like jewelry with stones based on your zodiac all your different houses and all that stuff like custom stuff like that and then eventually there'll be like merch and tarot cards and all that good stuff Oh, so cool. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. I love it. I think something, I think someone's about to come into my room now. Welcome to parenting. Guys, <laughs> I literally had to yell at my kids. I'm podcasting. Like, can you get out I now, please? I get on a call. No, seriously, I'm podcasting. Can you get out? Give her her blanket and get out. No. So, yeah, Nikki. I've known you for a very long time and we both like we met in high school and did you know that you had these gifts then? Yes. It's just not like what I know it to be today. So like I've experienced spirit my entire life. Like little kid, I told my mom, Hey, there are a whole bunch of faces outside my window. And my mom was like, <laughs> What? No, they're not. They're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, and back then, I just kind of chalked it up to like good luck, or like weird shit would just happen. And I'm like, oh, that was weird because let's face it, in high school I was drunk a lot. Right. So uh, that's true. I was I was telling yeah. Rachel that's back when I was a party girl. That's when we met. Um, so no, I get that. Yeah, I think we, I think we were actually was it yearbook. 
Were you in mm-hmm. yearbook with me and Christina? I didn't do no. yearbook, but I was always around. I was trying to figure out like where it was that we met, and I couldn't honestly like my memory capability in that time frame is. It was none, probably like, at someone's house when we definitely brought yeah, up. We were probably lying to our parents about where we were at a house somewhere. That's probably where we met. Um, yeah, beer pong for sure. I actually saw this TikTok today. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't have a tick TikTok. But my sister sends me a lot of stuff and it's like me when I'm 16 and my mom's telling me to have a good sleepover and she has her pillow and she's gently pulling her bag up over her shoulder and she's wearing like a, you know, a belly shirt and sunglasses and she's all dooted up. And I was like, Beesh, you know, you're not going. But that was the whole that was oh, the no, whole I thing. Saw I that never TikTok. did that. I like that TikTok. I can't yeah. believe yeah, that okay. my parents never caught on. And. Um, anyway, but we lived. We lived. <laughs> we're here. So I want to know how wild I was in high were school. Were you wild or were you not wild? I went to bed at 7 o'clock every night. And, oh yeah, God, I loved it. And uh, my mom was actually, when she first moved in with us, she was spilling the beans about the type of teenager I was. And Zach was like, this is very unsurprising given the amount that she likes to read and sleep. That's good. That sounds like you were a good teenager. I, I, I hope my kids go to bed at seven when they're teenagers. I don't count on it, though. Mm. Mm. No, I was like, deuces, yo. Y'all are, like, loud and obnoxious. I'm going to go read my book. I'm going to have a cup of tea. I'm going to go the fuck to sleep because I need 15 hours. Yeah, you're like a clown. I literally used to sneak out. I told my – I cut all the the screens out of our windows – in our townhouse so that I could sneak out. And my mom was like, oh, my God, what happened? And I was like, Mom, I heard about this crazy thing where the high schoolers are going around cutting out screens so they can use them to make bombs. And she was like, <gasps> those heathens. And I was like, I know. Would you believe it, Mom? They're making marijuana paraphernalia with that. With oh the God. weed. And she was seriously like, <gasps> horrible. (laughs) They're stealing our window screens, Ma. Fucking committed to the lie. That is amazing. Wow. That's amazing. I've been watching a lot of TV shows about drug smuggling because it's more appropriate than true crime and watching Mm -hmm. Doctor Who and Torchwood in front of my kids. Um, and my classmate actually brought me over. He went to Mexico and um, he brought me a bottle of tequila from from the distillery. And I was like, yo, I've been watching stuff about smuggling. And he goes, this was not smuggled, Rachel. <laughs> I was like, I didn't say it was. I'm just telling you, like, I know things now. <laughs> like, I'm educated. I'm educated. And I've also coined the term coochie cocaine. Which I've had to stop saying in front of my kids. Mm, pretty sure that was already a thing. Well, you know what? I actually believe I, that. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to break your heart here, but coochie cocaine is. I mean, it's, Stevie Nicks probably coined that. Ooh, I do love me some Stevie. I missed whatever y'all were talking about, but I love that, Stevie Nicks. That girl used to blow cocaine up her butt. Am I? I need to ask you a question. Am I Stevie yeah. Nicks reincarnated? Have you put cocaine in your ass? She's asshole? still alive. Yeah, she's still alive. So no. Yeah. Well, that's fucking rude. 
Yeah. Like she's not that right. old. Let's no. Let's, let's go but I am. It. I'm hoping that like maybe if it happens soon and I have another kid, dibs. Oh. Like, dibs on giving birth to Stevie Nicks. Oh my gosh! Yes. Round two. Your child. What is the turnover rate for that, Nikki? Do you know? Um, turnover as like when you reincarnate. Yeah. Um. So the way I think about reincarnation is kind of like uh, your soul has contracts. So when your soul is getting ready to have another life or experience another life, like we all have like lessons that we're supposed to learn. And that's why like a lot of times you see repeated theories or not theories, uh, repeated um, trends that happen in your life like it used to like for me it used to be like all the poor unfortunate souls would find me like if you <laughs> if you yeah, are a soul sucker you were like yes found her can relate until, like I kind of learned how to set boundaries and yep. stop trying to fix other people instead of helping myself that those kind of relationships kind of weeded itself out of my life. So like your soul comes to learn certain lessons and have certain experiences. And so you can reincarnate as many times as you want. And as many times as your soul needs to get to that, um, the ultimate growth. And then the idea is you get to the ultimate growth and all the lessons, and then you become a spirit guide. So then, um, that's how that is. Yeah. I might be I might be close to spirit guiding. I think I'm pretty. Have you guys- <laughs> I feel like a baby. So have you ever had a spirit uh, past lives regression done? Um, I have not. Um, but I used to read a lot of books. So like, I have had some <clears throat> incredibly weird experiences in my life, and uh, they're pretty hard to define. What is a pretty, pretty past hard life, to... um, the thing you just said? Yeah. Oh, the, the past, past life, life regression? <laughs> I mean, it's someone who, like, uh, reads your past lives. Um, I've had them done a couple times. This one w- woman, uh, Susan Zumo, she's incredible. Um, and it's kind of crazy because I've had a lot of – it's almost like deja vu or, like, things mm-hmm. – but it doesn't seem like this lifetime. Like, yeah, certain people, that's kind of also kind of like your relationships. A lot of times, like your first love or people you've been in love with um, in this lifetime is like unresolved stuff from previous lifetimes um, and that type of thing. And so really they just kind of go in and they talk about the dynamic um, of your some of your past lives and how they apply now. And it's actually really insane because... I, even though I talk to dead people, I am a healthy skeptic. And so like, there's sometimes where I'm like, <laughs> and then when I got a reading, I was like, holy fuck, that sounds, that, that it felt right. Crazy. And I was like, all right, that's, that's where we're going. This, this is how so this is how go. would a person know if the person they're speaking to about these things is the real deal? Um, it's really about using your intuition. I feel like when you meet someone, like, society kind of really tells us not to use our intuition. Like, when you meet someone and you're like, oh, I don't really like them. But your rational mind is like, 
that's not nice. You're supposed to give everyone a chance. Nope. You're supposed to, you know, like, okay, just, but just be nice. And then they always end up showing exactly who they are and who yep. you thought they were in five minutes, six days, six months, five years, whatever. They definitely turn out to be how they are. So I definitely think when it comes to finding a medium or finding past life, someone to read your past lives or even your Akashic records, a lot of that stuff is literally, it's kind of like finding a therapist. You read the little blurb about me and look at their social media. If they seem like a person that you would get along with or that feels authentic, then go for it. But you can really tell the ones who feel like, you know, shady and yeah, you know, like the get that two bit type. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. such a good point. Um, I I mean, I've never actually had like a tarot card reading or anything done by anybody but you. Only really? her. Because oh, of oh. the skepticism. But I know Nikki like as a person and I have that I'm just like, of course I believe her. Like, and I know what kind of person she is. Um, it would probably be hard for me to um, – like, I think there's some part of you that wants to, right? Like, you want to, to believe that whatever this person telling you is is true. Um, but I would probably do that until it was something bad. And then I would be like, that ain't true. She ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, and also, like, getting a reading or doing that it really changes your your perception yes. of your reality. So, like, if you meet a perfect stranger and they are straight up telling you about your life, you're like, sorry what like it kind of shifts what you have been brought up to believe what your your perception of reality is and that's why a lot of people aren't comfortable with mediumship and talking to dead people because you know then there's also this idea of like personal space violation yeah. that like any person I meet I'm just like I see all your shit yes. <laughs> so there's that like what do you need to do a tarot card reading? Tarot card. What do I need to do to do one? Yeah, like if I wanted to get one, let's say right now, and pay you for your time. Oh, I mean, I have a crap ton of tarot cards. Um, but I read tarot cards differently. So a lot of people read them as the, um, like as the actual definition of the card yeah. so mm -hmm. but I am I'm always connecting to spirit so like nine times out of ten what I'll do is I'll flip the I'll you know give the intention I'll mm -hmm. ask the card the question I'll pull the cards sometimes I look at like the key words and then normally that type of stuff just like triggers information and then I mm -hmm. go but connecting to spirit is a little different it's just kind of like a conversation that was actually a question that I got yeah. when I put out feelers for if anybody had questions for you is like, is it something that you can turn on and off or are you just, is it sometimes they want to talk to you and there's nothing you can do about it? Okay. So that's like a two part answer. It's like, yes and no. So I am usually pretty strict about my boundaries. Um, and especially Things change once you acknowledge that this is what's happening. You know, there's when I was younger, uh, you know, I was told I had an overactive imagination mm -hmm. that these things weren't what was really happening to me. So, like, I was just experiencing left and right. And so 
that was way different. The when I really kind of made the decision to be like, okay, I can fucking talk to dead people. <laughs> this is a thing. Um and I'm going to take it more seriously. Everything was a lot more respectful and everything was, and it's not that they weren't respectful for, but it was more so like a, Hey, yes, this is really happening. We're here. I, you know, we, we want to talk to you. And now it's mm-hmm. more so like, okay, she sets a tide uh, aside time to talk to spirit. Like I make time for spirit in general, my spirit guide, all that stuff. And then when I'm around other people, that's also kind of respectful in the same sense that it is, for any profession, like unless it's insanely pertinent and it's something that I cannot ignore and it's someone that I know, then I'll say something. But it's like, you know, a doctor eating dinner is not going to start giving medical advice to the waitress. Ew. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing for any An attorney is not going to start giving legal advice when they're in Walmart. Yeah, you're like, like I'm having dinner it's spirit. Kind of, yeah I mean it kind of is and I mean and sometimes you know stuff comes up um but it's not like it's not like tv where everyone has um you know signed a waiver with Teresa Caputo (laughs) in the boutique that she's in what do you think what do you think about her what do you think about her great I think she Every medium works differently, every mm-hmm. single one. And she has her her thing about her. Like, I've seen some of her live shows. She does what she does, and she does it very well. Yeah. Um, it, and again, you have to jive with that vibe, as the, mm-hmm. as the young, the youths the of youths. today say. Um, <laughs> the youths. I like um, to say I like the cut of your jib. The cut of your jib, I like that. It's it's actually a very old saying, and Zach thinks they made it up, but I was like, there's no way I would have fucking come up with I like the cut of your jib off the top of my fucking head. Yeah, because jib is like the way like your the way you talk, right? No. Well, no. I mean, yes, now apparently it used to be a way to identify friendly ships back way, 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 way back when. Like, so yeah. if, if like a, a, a pirate ship came, they'd be like, I do not like the cut of your jib. I, it, it's also a, no. another word for a crane arm. I, really? I learned that from the internet just I'm now. So much. So on my phone. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I do like the yeah, cut of your no, jib. No, I'm telling you, like, I, I, there's really something to be said for like, if you can, you get those vibes, right? But then there's always the problem and you and I have talked about this like in private before, but if you're like me and you've got this brain that's tend, that tends to go towards like anxiety, right? Like thinking the worst thing will happen. Mm -hmm. How did you Mm -hmm. learn to differentiate between your intuition telling you something was good or bad and like possibly like irrational anxiety telling you things were bad? Okay, so intuition is that split second thought that comes in and everything afterwards is your rational mind or irrational, whichever direction it goes. So like if, say for instance, if a song comes on and the first thing you think about is a loved one who's passed away, that is that loved one sending you that song. But however, afterwards you're like, I mean, 
this this could totally be on the radio you know and it, like your rational mind takes over and is yeah. like that that's silly like maybe or maybe not but nine times out of ten when it comes to intuition or especially when you think about something like intuition is a very physical thing as well mm-hmm. so like and I also um spirit is kind of it's kind of the same and I think I told you about this a little bit like being excited and feeling anxious feels the same like butterflies in your stomach mm-hmm. that type of thing so like both of a lot of feelings have similar like interpretations physically so a lot of times it's just figuring out which one is which and when it's kind of like when people try to make you make a split second decision you say yes or no and yeah. the first thing that comes to your mind it's always oh but wait no no then it's definitely the yes yeah yeah you know <laughs> it's that the secondary thought is always oh gotcha so personally when you realized what was going on and that you have this ability to speak to to dead people and do <laughs> I mean, I'm so I'm I'm envious, but also not envious because I would probably be very freaked out. But like envious because, you know, we all oh Rachel Riley in particular, this gal right here is is very fixated on death lately. And what happens when we die? Are you more at peace now than maybe you were beforehand? Like, do you feel like a sense of calm, like or understanding of the afterlife? Or is it is it still kind of a mystery? Um, I definitely think it, it gives a very different perspective. Um, I grew up religious, yep. very religious, and my mm-hmm. mom was very religious, and this was very, very difficult for her. Um, so, like, there was always a very clear, this is what happens, and this yes. is what happens. You know, like, lane-wise, as far as choices mm-hmm. in yes. your life goes. And... That isn't really, I would say I'm probably closer to God now that I am aware that I talk to dead people than I was before. Um, Mostly because I know that there is something bigger going on and I cannot deny it. (laughs) Like, If you want to call it God, if you want to, whatever you want, the universe, sometimes it depends on how I'm feeling towards religion. It's either universe or God. Like, it just depends. But like, as far as the afterlife goes, I definitely... Like, I think a part of your soul always exists. I think the ability to communicate with your loved ones here in the physical until the generations that are no longer here to remember you mm-hmm. um, is very apparent. I, It's not like, I think in putting it in terms of how we think of things here in the physical, like, I can only be sitting right here talking to you two right now. Spirit, that's not a thing. Like spirit, for instance, my dad. My dad can be here. He can be with my sister. He can be with my grandmother. He can be with my uncles all at the same time. We can have the same experience all in the same moment because there is no limitations in spirit. And so when it comes to death, it definitely doesn't scare me as much anymore or make me nervous I yeah. actually, I joke with my <clears throat> husband all the time. I'm like, I want, if I die first, I'm a honcho. Hell yeah. <laughs> I am coming That's for true love, you. baby. Like, you didn't get rid of me. I'm still here. No. 
I'm still here. I, we always joke that my dad's haunting us and it's like become a joke even with my kids where they're like, ghost pop up. And, you know, like I said, I, I mean, you and I have talked about this where I'm just like, how do I know if it's dad? Uh-huh. How do I know? And I've had those moments just like you're describing where like we were driving in the car and the song came on that it was not, it, I don't know. It was just one of those moments where it was like an older song you don't hear it on the radio a lot. It came on and it's just yeah. like instant waterworks. And I was like, dad, is that you? But it, it, you're right. It's like this weird. <laughs> but also think about the fact that that was the specific example I just used and how that applied to you Ooh. right now. So when it... <laughs> Tell <laughs> no. me she knows things. So what, do you feel like, you know, when you're talking to um so, okay, so I, w- I did a little bit of research because um, I wanted to make sure that I was coming in not completely ignorant. Now, is there a difference between being a medium and Thanks, being Rachel. a psychic? Okay. Yes. So, uh, all psychics are not mediums. All mediums are okay. also psychics. That makes sense. So, and it's more so of the... Uh, because, like, being a psychic is, can be just, like, having visions or feelings or whatever. Now, I have all those, but they come okay. from spirit. So sometimes those things, those other things, they, I mean, I, I don't know that I can necessarily speak on it because the only way I experience it for myself is through spirit. So, like, if spirit tells me, hey, this is going to happen... Um, I don't like to kind of like predict the future in that way because the reality is, is that everything is based on choice. So like in this moment, if I say something um, that could happen or will happen in this moment, it's destined to happen. But if you choose to hear that and are like, "Hmm, well, I'm going to sit back and wait for that. That now has changed your drive, your ambition to go in that direction. So there is always that ability to like move things around. I don't think everything is like written Set in stone. Yeah, that makes total sense. So, but yeah, so like, and I can say like I, and that's why a lot of you know get flack for giving like generalizations, but it's more so of like. I try to be clear, like, hey, if you continue what you're doing, if this is really what you want, I do see it happening for you. You just really have to stay committed and you really got to push for it and you really got to push the boundaries. And, you know, when when you phrase it like that, people are like, hey, I can't just sit and wait for this great thing to happen. That makes sense. So have you ever had an experience with spirit that was upsetting or is it all pretty positive? So it's all about interpretation and it's all about look at things. So there are a lot of people and actually um, I'm actually about to do a TikTok series on this because it drives me absolutely batshit fucking crazy when people are like, Oh, I see a negative energy attached to you. Pay me 20 and I will cleanse it. No. No. All that shit pisses me the (laughs) fuck off. Sorry, I'm a little spirit heated, but like, 
so interpretation is everything. Most people, if you are an adult, you have some kind of trauma. Trauma is not yes. a happy thing. Hello. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. So like when we associate positive and negative things, we associate certain colors or certain energy. Or the about, way to dress. Right. Versus for a positive or negative thing. So when I experience like I have experienced some not so great things but it's more so the spirit trying to get me to understand where they were in a certain point in their life and for me to understand what they were going through why they did what they did and really have that transparency for the person that I'm either doing a reading for or whatever it is that I'm doing so that I can best translate like, hey, that this is what they were going through, and it's not yeah. good. And and really be transparent about that. And same thing, if you're walking around, like, don't ever believe for anyone who's listening, don't ever believe you don't have like a trail of you know Harry Potter Death Eaters <laughs> behind you. Like, if you have, if you Wait. have, trauma, we don't have Harry Potter Death Eaters following us. No. No, but also people... That's unfortunate for somebody that I was hoping would probably expire and have a Death Eater suck their soul out. But it's not actual Death Eaters. Well, guess I got to work on the next angle. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Have you ever had a scary experience with it where, like, you were afraid of what you were experiencing? Before I, like, really kind of admitted to myself that this is what was going on fuck yeah um i was uh i i think you know a little bit about this i went to some of those uh troubled teen industry schools um and i had an experience in the first school academy at ivy ridge and i literally i watched the phantom of the opera walk down the hallway and i think that's all like equate it to and it was like this huge cinematic moment and he was just like it was he's there and all this stuff and I literally was laying there like god that's scary what (laughs) I mean now I know it was more like a hey I'm here we're protecting you because you're in a fucking dramatic shit show right now yeah but then like I'm losing my fucking mind. That's the other thing. It's like at what point? Like that has to be so scary when you don't know if what you're seeing is like is this the onset of schizophrenia or am I seeing dead people? <laughs> and it's like I would go immediately to well, well I'm fucking losing it. I'm done. <laughs> well, I don't necessarily like I don't see externally okay. anymore. Like that is not. I have kind of made that decision and kind of made that pact. I don't see externally anymore. I see in my mind's eye. I can experience in my physical body. I can get pictures, memories, all that stuff. Like, you know, if you close your eyes, picture a purple crayon, that type of thing. Um, But I don't see externally anymore. I can't. I experienced a lot of that uh, when I was younger. um, And that's... (laughs) Not my cup of tea anymore. So that would be pretty traumatic. I've had some super fucking weird experiences that have, uh, you know, 
know, open me up. Even even as a little kid, like I saw things and it freaked everybody out. I mean, they were like, and we're very, I don't want to say spiritual, but kind of, I guess. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm in like a weird, a weird spot. But so for instance, I used to live in this house in Washington. It was 120 years old. Um, they had like five or six kids, uh, two girls and like four boys and all four boys died in that house. The mm-hmm. girls were the only ones that made so it. You have a lot of energy imprints of that house. Yeah. And so, I mean, even, even now today, sometimes I still dream about it. Um, but like there would be times where I was sleeping in the middle of the night and the fucking light bulb yeah. would turn on. Mm-hmm. Or we would hear footprints upstairs, you know, like footsteps. And it was like, the fuck is that? And we went away for a weekend. We had a padlock on. The, so the way the house was set up, it was super weird. This is an older, super old house. Um, there was It was two stories, but there were no stairs inside. The stairs were all outside. And so you go up the stairs and my dad had put a padlock on the door, you know, like a deadbolt padlocky thing. We went away for the weekend. We came back and all the lights were turned on upstairs. Yep. All of them. Nikki's like, it'd be like that. Yeah, I mean Yeah. Listen, I, okay, so I uh recently went to New Orleans with a friend Ooh. of mine for yep. yep, yep. Um for her birthday. And the thing that like the thing, the running theme is like you gotta think spirit people in spirit were real people here. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they have sense they have a sense of humor, they got jokes, they wanna play games. And I'm like honestly like if you're yeah. if you're dead, what else are you gonna do but fuck with the people who are there? Yeah. And I don't ever think nine times out of ten it's not malicious. Yeah. Um and it's more so like a fun thing but also you have to think like there are energetic imprints so Mm -hmm. like if you're driving if you're say when you're driving you get this like really weird feeling or like oh i don't know maybe it's just me or maybe it's just people who are mediums or like you're like oh i don't know why i thought about driving off the road it's nine times out of ten there's literally a cross where someone passed away there yeah, and that is the imprint of the energy of the car crash, the passing. Wild. And the same thing if like someone's died in a house or that type of stuff. There, yeah. there are energetic imprints, and that can be completely separate from the spirit itself. Yeah, we so, actually yeah. that house was actually built on um, the land was uh, Native American land goes. prior. Yeah. So, I mean, we had some weird shit. Even my mom had some weird shit happen. She said she woke up one night and she saw a fucking, you know, Native American man standing out, like, full headdress standing outside of her window. And, like, we had all sorts of weird stuff happen in that house. But it never felt bad. It never, mm-hmm. there was never any bad. You're just like, all right, I I acknowledge you're here. We're coexisting. Gonna smudge the shit out of the house, probably. I mean, I smudge every house we've ever Except we're in Guam. I didn't do that. But everywhere else. So is. I mean, and you can smudge with anything. You can smudge with any kind of herb. White sage is as a close, uh, closed practice to indigenous people of America. And actually up until 1973, it was illegal for them to use. 
I did I know, that. know that. That's awful. I yeah. Which is insane Ugh. to me. Yep. Um, and But you can use rosemary, pine. I mean, you can literally use anything. It's all about the intention. And you can use anything to smudge. Anything. Yeah. Smudge and everything. Mm-hmm. Not my vagina. We don't oh, do that. Oh, like Gwyneth Paltrow style? I mean... Yep. You gotta just sit over a bucket of hot. <laughs> Does that mean you also don't have a candle scented? I'm like what? You don't have one of those? Like what are you even doing? So uh, that's gonna be Valentine's Day oh 2022. My God, yes, I love it. I've only smudged my house once, and I sincerely did my best. But just the way my brain works, I'm like, I did the intention wrong, or like I let a thought slip in there, and now the house is cursed. <laughs> The whole house is cursed. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm, I, See what I, like when it comes to spirit, I look, do you remember those ADT yeah. commercials where like the white 1-800-ADT, whatever would come yeah. on the side of the house. So that's what I do. I just like close my eyes, picture white light wrapping around my house, kicking everyone out and we're good to go. That's awesome. Yeah. My intention is like, hey, if y'all are stuck here, I just want you to know, like, A, I'm coming from a good place. So if you're cool, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Simple so, Nikki, as that. Didn't you have somebody recently who was particularly not cool about things with you? You told me that you had one that was trying to tell you stuff about his ex-wife or something and it got weird. I'm trying to remember. I'd have to go back and look at the conversation. He was telling you very personal details uh, about their sex life. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so this was... No, no, no. It was... <laughs> yes, but no. Yeah. Um, so I was I was waiting for a client, and we were talking about stuff. His death was really unexpected, and, you know, he's been really communicative with her as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot, a lot of times... Yeah, um, because everyone has the ability to connect with spirits. Sometimes it's just validation um, or like clarity that like, yes, this is really happening. Mm -hmm. But it was like as I was getting to read to to read to leave and he's like, don't worry, I'll send her some sex dreams. And I was like, I'm not going to say that. And then it was like, yes, you are. And I was like, "Okay, well, um, as a send off, he says he'll be sending you some sex dreams. And she was like, oh, my God, I was just. Blah blah blah, like you know, all this to someone, or like, and she had like found some stuff on an old computer, and I was just like, All right, well, there's my validation. Oh Thank my you very gosh. much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's You're wild. Like a, a relationship therapist yeah. for like the deceased. I fucking love it. <laughs> awesome. I just facilitate the message. That's You're like, just Fine, I message. will pass along the message. So you mentioned that your mom is religious. Has she come around to the fact that you're able to do this? Uh, yes. It still makes her very uncomfortable. I think it mostly makes her uncomfortable because I think she's also experiencing that she's just not willing to Shut it alter down. her, yep. her <clears throat> perception of life. Yeah. So, I mean, she's definitely... The very, the very first time I took a class, she asked me if they were paid actors to tell me that, that I could talk to their dead people. I was like, no, mom, they paid to be there, oh too. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's, that's hilarious. Oh, oh, God. 
Sorry, I'm getting a call. I don't know. It's not letting You're me okay. reply. We're still, we're, we still have you. Yeah, we yeah. Yeah, we still okay. have you. All we're right. good. My computer just crazy. left. Um, but yeah, so she's definitely come around a lot more also yeah. <laughs> from that first fact. And I also my mom is very much like um don't air your dirty laundry, don't divert uh. from the path, you know, you just you do the things you need to type of stuff. And so like, this is, this is very far. Like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a teacher. This is real specific. And mm-hmm. this type of per se or career, um, it's either for people yeah. or it's not. And, you know, there's, there yeah. are people who are healthy skeptics. And they will limit their openness. But then there are people who are like banging on your door. Yeah. Trying to tell you that you're doing the devil. And that's the thing. (laughs) There was a time in my life where I was definitely like being like heavily indoctrinated by some very like evangelical friends who were taking kind of taking advantage of the fact that I was having a really bad uh, bout of anxiety and needed something and so church kind of filled that for a little while. And um, I mean, I've always been religious from like from birth, been Catholic, all that stuff. But I remember being in Georgetown actually for like a trip that I took um, in college, you know, back when I was younger, um, college the first time. And I was like, I'm not going in there because a bunch of the other, they were like, we're going to go get a psychic reading. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. That's bad. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> and it's like just... <laughs> I think it's just people are very afraid to 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 even contemplate the idea that maybe the things that they've been told are non-negotiable are not as black and white as they actually. Yeah. Well, my favorite is always like, okay, you think about it. The New Testament written several we know for sure written several hundred years later after the life of Christ. I mean, so we'll. We won't get into all that. Another history, podcast, baby. Another podcast. So, but if, yeah. So, but if you think about it, received the word of God, God, or Jesus. They received both from Jesus and God. Jesus was yes. a person, physically mm. here on the earth, who is now dead. Those people were all mediums. Mm. Never thought about it like that. And not only that. Jesus himself was like the ultimate medium. Healing people with his hands, Reiki. I mean, all of that stuff. He was the ultimate medium, the communicator between him and God. You know, Uh all of those things. All of those things. The ultimate medium. And then on top of that, like, everyone who wrote the Bible from, from God and Jesus if Jesus was for sure a person who was walking this earth, then you for sure were talking to a dead person. And he was talking Bold back. Bold and controversial. I like oh. it. I like it, Nikki. <laughs> Normally there's a lot of like <laughs> fireworks oh, going God. off. But the first time I said that to my mom, she was like, she's like, get out. <laughs> she was like, this is, this is not up for discussion okay. <laughs> so I was like all right and then also you think about you pray to Jesus or you pray to God you know there are people who who 
will stand in church and say that they yes. hear him. And that's what tongues yes. is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's people speaking in tongues. Those are all channels. It's just only applicable when it fits that's your narrative. That's such a good point. It's such a good point. Ugh. So, I mean, and I have nothing. I mean, I think religion absolutely serves its purpose. I don't necessarily like the politics of it, but for it sure, yeah, purpose. like we all need something to yes to believe exactly. in. Yeah, faith and hope. to to I mean, guide. That's I. That's how I view religion. Like I'm not a religious person. I have lots of conflicting beliefs, which is why I'm not super preachy about anything. Um, except for body composting. We'll have I'm to talk about that, about that. here because I feel but, like Nikki might know some things. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Um, but like, I think religion serves as some sort of uh, outline for people. Like that's yeah. what, that's what helps them deal with the things that they don't necessarily know how to deal with. I'm not religious in any capacity, but I believe in something. (laughs) Do I know what it is? Well, I mean, if you think about it, like if everyone actually followed the Ten Commandments, (laughs) it wouldn't be a horrible thing. It's when people take it to the next level you make it culty you yeah. start abusing children child brides yep, you start yep, yep. going down that avenue yeah it's like guys we went That's too far gets that. we went too when, far we're just supposed to be yeah. nice to each other when when you murder hundreds of thousands of people yeah. in the name of god we're we're we right. have like, i think you yeah, might have, have missed the point maybe i don't know though yeah, yeah. rachel's yeah. obsessed but like believing. Oh no! Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. It's gone. No, it already. It's already gone. I'm sorry. Rachel is like very passionate no. about the idea of composting dead bodies. Um, basically, apparently, that's a thing that you can do. Do dead people care about how they were laid to rest? I think it depends on the spirit. And like the like the person's soul, like if they had a specific wish, mm-hmm. uh, maybe because. But then also, in my experience, like it's no longer. It's done. Like it serves its purpose. It's yeah. You're your, no longer a release. part of that. Yep. And I definitely think that there's like mm-hmm. a bigger picture when it comes to um, the earth and our ability to use it and still have it in a a million years or whatever. So I definitely don't think that spirit is like, it might be like the actual person had a preference. Like if they wanted to be buried next to their wife or type of thing. But like, I don't necessarily think like spirit would be like, come through and be like, I'm fucking pissed. You cremated (laughs) me. I told you I wanted to be buried in the backyard. Ugh. How often yeah. do you communicate with your dad? Is that too personal? Yeah, I don't. don't be, Is that too personal to huh? ask? I'm sorry. Oh, no. I didn't hear it because of my stupid phone. I said, What'd you you ask? Com- how, how often do you communicate with your dad? Um. So mine, it's weird when um, 
when it comes to like my own people because um, I am still human so like I second guess all the time um, because I know that person like it's so much yeah. easier to sit across from someone I have no idea who they are I don't know yeah. people and be like hey this boom 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 is what I'm getting so like when it comes to communicating with my dad it's you know, it's very, so I use a pendulum a lot because that is clear yes or no. And, um, and so that's easier for me to like, not overthink what's coming through. And also I had a very tumultuous mm-hmm. relationship with my dad. Um, and so obviously as the kid, you want like, you want to think that he's always telling you he loves you and that you're the greatest when like in real life, he was a fucking douchebag. <laughs> so like, I, those, you two should talk. That's who I was hoping the death eaters were just knocking on the fucking door. Yeah. No such luck, man. <laughs> you just want your dad followed around by death eaters. Are you thinking death eaters or dementors? Cause those are two very different things. Whichever Definitely the dementors. Worst. Dementors. Oh, I'm being returned to my phone. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, before we go, Nikki, um, let people know where they can find yeah. you. And I think that we should have you on the podcast more. Yeah. I still have so many questions, <laughs> but we all have to go back to our lives, which um, involve cooking dinner. Yeah. I <laughs> I am so down. Um, so on TikTok, I am intuitive medium Nikki and same on Instagram. That's my personal Instagram. And then the website is the metaboutique.com and on Instagram, it's the what, uh, underscore metaboutique. Yay. So, Fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to be hitting you up because I kind of want a reading done. <laughs> yeah. And by kind of, I, I kind of want to take a road trip to see <laughs> you with like several friends and have like a reading party. I actually did just did a Valentine's Day party um, where I read everyone's cards for a Valentine's Day party. I didn't realize it was a Valentine's Day Valentine's Day party until I got there, but. It was great. It was so I much love fun. That. that sounds so fun. Like a lot of fun. Well, okay, I'll let you get back to your kids and you get back to your kids and I gotta go deal with uh, you know, my kids. Happy Valentine's Day, ladies. Yay, go bang your husband. I'm alone. Just kidding. I mean, well no, I'm not kidding. I am alone, but I do have a husband. He'll be back I'm eventually. I'm going to try. I'm gonna yeah. try. Good luck <laughs> we'll for you. Yeah, we'll thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Nikki. It really was wonderful talking to you. And thank you so much for having me. I love hearing, you know, different perspectives on things and everything. And you've given me a lot of food for thought. And I like it. Quite Delightful. But now I'm going to go eat some real food. (laughs) All right. Bye, ladies. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.